Dearly beloved of the Lord, we welcome you to our weekly podcast, The Lilies. Incidentally, this is the first podcast for the year 2022. And so we want to say to you, Happy and Glorious New Year. The Lord will go before you. His banner will be lifted up ahead of you this year. He is the Alpha and the Omega. We speak grace to your life that the gate of 2022 will open to you. The month of January was named after the Roman god Genius. And it is believed that this god is the uh, end of the gate and the beginning and the, of the gate. The god that was responsible for fruitfulness and open doors and closed doors. And uh, But you know, the Lord Jesus has redeemed us from the cause of the law. And his name is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end, not genius. And so in the name of Jesus and by the power of the new covenant, we command the gate of 2022 to be open to you while the Lord has gone ahead of you to the end of this year. So following him, you shall walk in safety. You will walk in health. You will walk with joy and fulfillment this year. In the name of Jesus. The lilies is the outreach arm of the New Covenant Faith Foundation. And uh, our main test for this podcast is Matthew chapter 6 from verse 25 through 34. Um, today we are entering season 2 by the grace of God. This is the second year since this outreach, uh, podcast started. We are entering season 2. So today is episode number 1 in our season number 2. And our theme for today or the topic for today is exceeding grace. Exceeding grace. I want to read from John chapter 1, verse 16 and verse 17 only. John chapter 1, verse 16 and verse 17. And of his fullness we have all received and grace for grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. The Gospel according to St. John described Jesus as the incarnate word. The word made flesh. In John chapter 1, the Bible says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made. So the word of God, Jesus Christ, was with God at creation in the beginning. Why was it important for Jesus to come in the flesh? Jesus came in the flesh in keeping with the fulfillment of the agenda of redemption which God had for man as a solution to the fall. When God created man, God endowed man with grace and authority to rule over the world. Through man, God intended that the kingdom of God in heaven will be replicated on the earth. And the will of God will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There will be peace, 
and obedience and health. There was no sickness. There was no disease in Eden. Man had the fullness of liberty and enjoyment in the kingdom of God on earth. And man was in charge. Man was the governor of the earth. Until sin came. When man sinned against God, there was a separation from God. The earth that was created to bring blessing to man turned to become you know, the enemy of man. God said, this earth will not produce tissues. And then before man will eat, he will not labor. And, and out of this, this sweat of his body, he will eat. He will toil. And the life became, became laborious and toilsome. And uh, the woman was going to labor in childbirth. And some would die as a result. And that was the beginning of the problems we have today, sickness and disease. Man's inhumanity to man, trouble, you know, poverty, and, and the like. But in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, God, in his mercy, looked at man, and God made up his mind that the fall, the plan of Satan to take over the kingdom that humanity, human beings, man was created to govern, uh, will not truncate his purpose for man. God loved you so deeply. God loved man so deeply that he did not allow the plan of the devil to truncate this plan. But God is righteous. He cannot, you know, condone sin. So a solution for sin, which was the bridge between God and man, was offered. That solution was to come through the, the, the redemption which Jesus was to bring. So in chapter 3, verse 15 of, of, of Genesis, the Lord spoke and said, the seed of the woman will bruise the head of the serpent. It was talking about a man who, that will be born. And uh, through a woman, you know, he, he did not say through a man and a woman, he said through the woman, okay, who will conquer the devil, who will breathe the head, who will take over authority. The head of the serpent represents his authority, the authority that Satan has now gained in, over the world because of the failure of, of the king of the world, man. Jesus will take away that authority and bring redemption to man. So Jesus came as a result of the fulfillment of this prediction. Uh, to bring redemption to man. He became the word incarnate. But you know, Jesus had to be born, not through the union of man and woman, because if that had happened, he would have had sin, and he cannot deal with the problem of sin, having sin in himself. So in his wisdom, God made it possible for Christ to be born as man. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 5, the Bible says, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a flesh you have made for me. Jesus was born with a human blood, but not with the union of man and woman, so that he would be sinless and offer a sinless life to humanity. To die for the sake of man, as a, uh, to pay the price for our sin, and to offer us a sinless life. Now, this redemption plan of God embodied the totality of man's well-being. It embodied the totality of man's well-being. The, the, the God had a covenant with Abraham, and God said to him, through you, all the nations of the world, through your seed, all the nations of the world will be blessed. And you know that Jesus is the ultimate seed of Abraham, is the person that this prophecy will be fully realized through. Now, when God did that, God promised the people of Israel total health, in Exodus chapter 15, verse 23, he said, I will bless your food and your water, and I will take away sickness from among you. You can imagine. So, so the, this covenant, the covenant provision of God, embodies total well-being, good health, happiness, okay? 
the totality of what you need, all the things that are opposed to our well-being today, okay, the solution to them, we are embodied. You know, when God said, I will redeem, what it means is that those things that brought about this pain, originally it was not his will, was not his plan. Man was not created to die. Man was created to, to live it forever. Was created to, co- to control the earth. But now sin came and brought us. Ch- pro- pro- so if God now bring redemption, He will restore. He will deal with the problem that brought us affliction and restore peace and restore joy and restore health as was His will in the beginning. Okay, but the people in the Old Testament, the people in the Old Covenant, did not enjoy the fullness of peace, the fullness of the provisions of this covenant, that we are still falling into sin. You know, the reason was that the old covenant, the to assess this old, old covenant, it was through the code of conduct. You know, you have to know, do not, don't do this. Do not use the name of the Lord in vain. Do not steal. Okay. But there is, there was no grace. There was no spirit of God. They were, they were living with a fallen nature. So there was a limit to which they fully obeyed the law through the code of conduct. So once in a while, they would try and obey. Once in a while, they would fall. Remember on the way to the promised land, at a point, they rebelled against God and snake began to bite them. Snake began to bite them. And the Moses cried unto God, and God said, Make a brazen serpent, you know, and put on a tree whoever is beaten by the snake. The serpent will be said. In John chapter 3, the Bible says it was a, represent, a, a foreshadow of the death of Jesus. The Bible says, Just as, as the serpent, Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so that all those who looked behind the serpent were beaten by the snake, we are healed. So the Son of Man will be lifted up, so that anybody who believes in him, you know, shall be so through all the wilderness experience that we are once in a while problem of hunger, lack of water, sickness, disease. You know, so through all the Old Testament, the people did not enjoy the fullness. You know, so in John chapter one verse sixteen and seventeen, we read this morning. The Bible said the law came through Moses, okay, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. He said of His fullness, He has given us grace for grace. What it means is that that the, the, the covenant which Jesus has come to fulfill in reality, is accompanied by grace. The difference between this new covenant and the old covenant is that the old covenant was through the code of conduct and that of, of new covenant in Jesus was through grace. And this grace is not small grace. It's sufficient grace. Plenty of grace that will be able to help us to be sustained and to overcome. I want to say to you that in 2022, you will not have to struggle. You will not make it by your effort. The grace of God to succeed will abound to you. Whatever has been the challenge of your your life, God has given you grace to overcome them. In Jeremiah 31, from verse 31 through 33, the Lord, in recognition of the fact that the people of Israel could not fully enjoy the fullness of the liberty and the provisions of life, which I have described before, through the old covenant, he spoke and said, Behold, the days are coming, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant which they broke, though 
I was a husband to them, says the Lord. But this is a covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. So, the new covenant which God predicted through Jeremiah as a result of the failure of the people to fully obey the old covenant through a code of conduct and also fully enjoy his provisions. God has predicted that he will bring a new covenant. This new covenant is what Jesus came to fulfill. So, it is no longer through a code of conduct. It's through a true sufficient grace. In this new covenant, you know, the grace of God will abound to us. Obedience in this new covenant was to be enhanced or is enhanced by the grace of God through the Holy Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit. So in this new year, I want to announce to you that the grace of God will be sufficient to you. The Spirit of God will bring you grace to be able to fully obey God and fully enjoy the fullness of the provisions of the new covenant, the provisions of health, the provisions of favor, the provisions of breakthrough. God spoke to the people of Israel. He said, if you obey me, I will take you across the land of the Hittites, the land of the Canaanites. The land. He said, obstacles. Those lands were lands that the people would not allow the people of Israel to cross. Difficult cities, enemy nations. This year, I want to announce to you, by the grace of God, by the abundance of the grace of God, that every obstacle to your life, all the things that you remember and you feel very sad, you feel unfulfilled, God will take you across of them because of the abundance of His grace. In the name of Jesus, the popular definition of grace is that they say that grace is unmerited favor. Is something you don't work for. It's something that God just gives us because of his love, because of his mercy. It's a free gift. I want to also say that grace is a divine enablement with which a man can accomplish a task, which by his own strength, ordinarily, he cannot achieve. That is grace. I want to announce to you, those things you have struggled over, you could not achieve by your own strength. You could not achieve by your own merit. You could not achieve by too much hard work. You know, one of the things that, that bother us, you know, at the, at the beginning of the year like this, is that people make plans. And they also initiate a process of achieving those plans. If by the end of the year, you look back at your effort and your struggle, and the fact that you're not able to realize them, people get devastated. I want to say to you, it is not by strength. It's not by power. It's by the grace of God. And the grace of God to succeed this year, the grace of God to live in fullness of joy and peace, and attend to it. Your expectations to bring your intentions to reality, that grace will abound to you this year in the name of Jesus. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20 and 21, the Bible says, He who is able to do far exceedingly more abundantly that you can ever imagine or think to the King Eternal be all the glory and honor and power and dominion forever and ever. God is able to do more than you think. At the beginning of the, of the year like this, people are making plans, they are thinking, they are setting strategies, how they can realize them. I want to say to you that beyond your imagination, God will surprise you this year. The grace of God to succeed, the grace of God to overcome will come upon you. He will do far more abundantly than you can ever imagine. The grace of God available to you this year will be more 
than the challenges ahead of you. The grace of God will be more than you need. God will give you more grace than the problems that are confronting you this year. In Romans chapter 5, verse 20, the Bible says, We are sin abound. Grace will abound much more. Did you hear that? See, if sin, if sickness, remember that, that sin is the greatest problem of man. Sin is what gave access to the devil into the life of man. Is sin. The Bible said this thing in 1 Corinthians 15, said this thing of sin is death. And the power of death is the law. Did you remember that? He said the law came to Moses, which means the law carried along with it sin. The law made sin more prominent. If there was no law, you wouldn't know what is right, what, what, what is wrong. Bible says the, 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 the thing, the pain, the consequence, the affliction that, 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 that sin brought, the result of sin is death. It's unfulfillment. And the power of death is the law. You can see. But Romans 20, 25 verse 20, under the new covenant, which Jesus brought, this covenant of grace. He said, we are sin abound. Grace abound much more. We are sin abound. So sin and the troubles associated with it, disease, poverty, unfulfillment, you know, the enemies overcoming us, whatever we are suffering in this world, what gave access to them into our life is sin. The Bible says, we are sin abound. Grace will abound much more. So God will give you more grace that you need. Assuming you, you, your challenges are 10 degrees, God will give you 100 degree grace. So that challenges will be nothing before you. The Egyptians, you say today, you saw last year, you will not see them again this year. In the name of Jesus. So, do not bother your life. The lilies is designed to help you to live in with sufficiency of the fullness of the peace of God that passes all understanding. So, receive abundance of grace that we see you through in 2000. And 22, God will be there for you. The grace of God will abound to you for every need, even more than you can imagine or think. The grace of God will abound to you. In Romans chapter 5, verse 17, the Bible says, If this through the sin of one man, that man is Adam, death came over the whole humanity, how much more? Will through the obedience of one man, Jesus Christ, will the life of Christ abound to us? Did you hear that? Jesus is the second Adam. The, through the sin of Adam, one only one man, his generation, Adam became became the progenitor of of all the human race. So everybody became you know naturally sinful. We inherited the nature of sin. You know, because we are from the lineage of Adam. Now, Jesus is the second Adam and the author of the new covenant, the covenant of grace. Now, the Bible says the same way, through the life of Jesus, this sinful life, this life that had no sin, he said the life of Christ too will abound to all those who are now his children by faith. Now, it was sinful life that attracted 
afflictions, problems. Now, the life of Christ has no sin. So when the blood of Jesus Christ is running through you, you will have nothing to do with sin. Nothing natural, nothing sinful will attract you because... There is no, the blood running in, in, in your life is a new blood. It's a sinless blood. It's the blood of Jesus Christ. May you live the fullness of the life of Christ this year by this covenant of grace. May the grace of God abound to you to overcome. May the Lord strengthen you. May the Lord give you power. May the Lord help you at the beginning of this year to see ahead of time the sufficiency of His grace available to you to overcome, to conquer. Where you went in 2021 and could not succeed, this year when you go, the doors will be open because you have sufficient grace to enter. May the grace of God sustain you. May the grace of God see you through every day and every second and every hour and every week, every quarter, every month of 2022. And may the Lord God Almighty sustain you in this grace. In the name of Jesus.